She bought that. The 70s one? No, oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> Bitch. You're listening to The Fitting Room with Brooke and Bachuga. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Fitting Room podcast. Welcome. We have the wonderful Greg Lennon Jr. in the studio with us. Hi. Um, hi. <laughs> Hi, Greg. How are you? It's me. Great. How are you guys? Good. So for those of you that don't know, Greg is a hairstylist here in L.A. that both Johnny and I have been just so lucky to have worked with. You're amazing. I'm yeah. obsessed with you. Thanks. I love you guys. Um, yeah. And so I think we're just like really happy to have you in the studio today. How and fun. let's get into some questions. Ooh, I love it. Cool. We're going to yeah. grill you today. Mm. <laughs> Are we going to like walk around my house like we're at Vogue right now? Oh my God. <laughs> backwards. Should we do that? No. We... 70 questions? Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't walk backwards and talk in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that how it's done? Is God, they shoot yeah. it backwards? I mean, there's like stopping like, I think they're and like, like walking backwards with the camera coming at you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that got it. When they trail behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would fall. Yeah. I love your nails. Can we talk about that just real quick? Because oh, yeah, I need yeah. to know what they're about. Um, yeah. So I got my nails done. I have the like gel X moments. Honestly, I got them because I got stuck into walk- watching YouTube videos of women braiding, oh. and I got really like laser focused in on like the precision of the braids because of having nails like you can do really intricate sections so i thought i would try it out and did a little clear on clear on clear moment and yeah they're a little crazy i mean i'm not gonna lie like i use my fingers so much that it is definitely having like an extra half inch of wow finger. So it does help, like separating the hair, having longer nails like that, or what? It does. It does help. It was a fun little experiment. I don't know if I can do this full time. Okay. Yeah, like it definitely <laughs> interferes with the rest of my life. Okay. Yeah. Like there's like you have to hold things certain ways, and mm. I've definitely like sliced and diced all of myself. <laughs> so more power to those of you who live with long, long nails all the time. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed. Yeah, I, I don't really keep very long nails. I can't. Often. No, I just, I bite, I bite yeah. them all off. I mean, like, this is definitely, like, I love it. my little they ASMR good, moment that I can't stop playing with them. <laughs> they remind but, me of the nails that we had on set. Do you I mean, remember last yes. week? Well, that was my final temper tantrum that huh. I was so... I've been on so many sets with so many cool nails, oh. and I finally oh. was like, I need to get my nails done. <laughs> so I think I went like the day after and got my nails done. <laughs> Wait, um, I tell you gonna... <laughs> us about your shoot. Okay, because we talked about it a little bit last week, I think, but yeah. yeah can Are you guys, did you, let's just talk about it. Fuck it. Yeah, Fuck I mean, it, it won't come out until days. like a, a long, <laughs> it won't come out for a while now, I think, right? I don't know. Yeah, I'm never. I never know when that. When well, yeah. we, okay. So Greg and what I. What can you share? Well, we can share that one interesting uh, bang moment. <laughs> yeah, we mean we did it. We. This is such a cool opportunity working out here and like being connected in with this amazing like network of stylists and makeup artists that when we're booked on a shoot together that. This the FX artist for the shoot, Allie, she and I were able to talk before and kind of design ridiculous styles that combine like FX and hair. So we did a, she made the mystery guest totally bald and then I added a bang onto it. Oh my God. And then we spray painted on it and they had facial prosthetics and contacts and, (laughs) you know. The works. So. You could have, I, you could, uh, you could have heard a pin drop when Greg was uh, spray painting oh. this logo onto the bangs, because the and every because everyone was filming everything. You know, we had oh, to make yeah. we had to make content for like the magazine and then for like mm-hmm. everyone's respective like social media channels, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Greg was like, "I only have one." Yeah, well, it's like to do we have this. we were shooting six looks in 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 a planned like sixteen hour day. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. this was a moment where I had you know a, a black bang piece and a stencil that I had made on my Cricut machine. Uh-huh. And. <laughs> I had a, a, a white spray paint and a colored spray paint that I have to layer and I have my assistant there holding the stencil and I said like I have one shot to do this and if it doesn't work we're gonna have to like stop wash, wash this out yeah. dry the bang reset the whole thing set everyone back 45 minutes and thank god it worked like perfectly Yay. Jesus was smiling on me that day 
she took the wheel. What's a cricket machine? Oh my god. Do you not know what a cricket machine is? Ultimate craft. Ultimate craft thing. It's like a printer that (laughs) (laughs) it's like a printer that Uh instead of printing, Uh it has blades on it and it cuts out. So it could like cuts out stencils and can cut out vinyl lettering or stickers or wood or like embossed metal and like do cool shit wow Mm -hmm. was a quarantine purchase oh okay (laughs) but you use it so much because it's anytime that you would cut something out Uh that like for for sewing you can cut fabric out with it you can cut pattern pieces out with it you can do anything wow okay (laughs) definitely purchasing one how long have you been doing hair i wanted to i want to know that's such a gross question oh is it the fact that I can say this is crazy. Um, ooh, um, I think twenty years. I Why is that this, gross? It's not gross. It's just crazy oh. that I'm able to say that I've been doing something for twenty years. Oh, really? That wasn't like kindergarten. Um, <laughs> oh, because no. of the age thing, yeah. or what? Oh no, Greg, yeah. you look amazing, oh, honey. Yeah, you started at five years old. I it's did. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no, yeah, 20 years. Um, wow. I started working in salons when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went, moved to New York, went to college, dropped out of college, messed around, pissed my parents off, moved back home. And my parents, honestly, like, I don't have, like, a big, beautiful story of why I started. It was just my parents said, <laughs> you have to do something. Yeah. And I was like, hair school sounds oh. like fun. Oh. Um Yeah. And then had just really good mentors along the way that showed okay. me that, like, this is cool. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay, so when – so you did hair school at home, and then when did you get back to New York to work at the salon? So we went back to New York. Oh, my God. My husband would be so much better at the date part than me. I think it was 2012 we oh, moved okay. back to New York. Oh, that was not too long ago. Um, no, and we were there until just right up to until right before the pandemic when yeah. we moved out here. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I ran a salon in New York. Um, did a lot of fashion week stuff. Oh, mostly I, fashion things there. Any notable clients? Um, yeah, what was your favorite show? Do you remember? Um, uh, Kaiman. Uh, Kaiman is my Kai. absolute favorite angel baby. I got to meet and work with the designer Kaiman. Um, again, let me think. I think it was 2015. Oh my God. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we did, I did all of her shows for, you know, three years. Um, she introduced me to Brooke Candy and Lizzo and. We are still very, very good friends today. Mm-hmm. And She's wonderful. She I love her so much. She She's is. the nicest. <laughs> she is. Her clothes are amazing. She's dressed yeah. Bjork and Christina Aguilera. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, I need to look into it. Oh, my God. She's she's Damn. great. And we've been lucky just recently, too. Like She's dressed Rebecca a couple mm-hmm. times, who Greg and I both work with. Um, she's been so supportive. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, wow. I adore her. I okay, I definitely yeah. need to look into so it. So Kai's your favorite? I mean, yeah, yeah I mean that was just sense. she always had really out of the box creative ideas of places to start. We did a season with all mohawks and um, vagina mohawks, like Merkins. Um, mm-hmm. incredible. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, if you Google Kaiman, so the vagina, Merkins were spiked. Yeah. Oh. So okay. we made we made a Merkin and yeah. then we added. A mohawk to it, and then Holy shit. applied that <laughs> to all of the models, Kaiman included. She was a sport. She, yeah, because she like walks in her own um, shows, right? Yeah. yeah. So for oh, the people yeah. that don't know what a merkin is, can you please explain to us? Yeah, it's Greg? a vagina wig. A it's vagina. a it's a it's a pubic <laughs> wig. It's a pubic wig. Yeah. Do you guys know why it started? Why the merkin even came to be? Tell um, us. It, Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. I want to hear. I want to hear your story. <laughs> so, um, pubic hair 
I forget which century it was, but sex workers had to devise merkins because one of the ways to know that you were not clean was if you shaved your pubic hair off. That means that you must have been afflicted with either like crabs oh, or like sure. any other venereal disease. So your clients would have to, you know, inspect you. And if you had hair, that means that you were good. So hence uh, the fake pubic wig oh my God. Um, to make, you know, people feel like safe around them. I'm like, isn't that crazy? I mean, like the beauty trend of it all. Now it's like mm-hmm. completely no hair. Like if you uh, have yeah. Hair, yeah. But now I think it's circling <laughs> back. Like I I'm mean, glad. I'm glad that it's circling back. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know. Oh yeah, now hair is in. Yeah, hair. hair. Yeah. Very I was talking to my friend actually from New York. And <laughs> I know we I'm sorry, this is fascinating though. And she's a millennial and she's like, Johnny. I won't say her name because I think she listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, Johnny, what the fuck? She's like, all these kids uh, want hairy pussy now. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You're like, that's not my wheelhouse. That's not my domain. But it makes sense because now even with like body hair and underarm hair, it's no longer seen as like, oh, gross. Why do you have it? It's kind of like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, we all have it, and uh, yeah, and that's we can yeah. all show the sexuality. We can all show our sexual age mm-hmm. that not everything needs to be to mimic mm-hmm. babies, because that's weird. That's oh. really weird. That <laughs> we don't need to be like barely legal anymore. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Seventies Bush all the way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can Google. <laughs> you can Google. I mean, she's gonna hate me for saying that, but you can Why? Google Kaiman vagina wig because like. Why? Yeah. The clothes were the good part of the oh, show, right. not well, the vagina wig. No, but, but you're here for it, hair. It's a fun, exactly. it's a fun little anecdote to see a runway full of. Oh my god, I don't know how the fuck I missed that show because it sounds. Can you please tell us the season and? The... Oh, I, I I will look it up on my phone here. <laughs> I, yeah, I will Everyone figure this will, out we'll again. Put it, we'll put it in the notes. It, it went semi-viral. When it happened, like yeah. the next day, that like New Zealand newspapers were reporting on oh my God. the vagina wigs, the absurdity of it, and people she's so took fun. it. People, she's so fun. People took it so seriously. Really, that like, can you believe what fashion is doing now? And it's like, oh my God, so ridiculous. I it mean, was fun. Do you remember the the vagina purses and that Namilia I think was making for a while? Do you guys know that brand? Oh, um, yes. Namila. Uh, Animalia? Not Animalia. I'm I'm sure it was like Namila, Namilia. I'll 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 look it up. Oh, okay. Claudia, can can we take a note of I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> so was, um, that, was that the craziest thing that comes to mind that you've done in terms of At least hair for runway. For runway. Yeah, yeah, for runway for sure. That that was one that I mean, you get asked to do a whole bunch of different things. I mean, I've definitely been asked to color like pubic hair and armpit hair mm-hmm. um, to match things. I had a client in New York bring me uh, like a butt plug <laughs> with like a horse tail the attached. Horse tail. Yep, I've um, seen those. And it was like a powder pink color and she brought it so that I could match her hair to it because for her birthday present, her girlfriend was going to like pull her skirt off and humiliate her in public. <laughs> oh no. And that was that was the vibe. So yeah. Iconic. Wait, so she you had to color the, the hair on the plug? Yeah, I made what I color? made I made all the carpets and curtains and all wow. the trimmings match. Stop. A, a lovely little pink. That is yeah. cool. Oh pink. Yeah. I live. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. She's fabulous. Oh my God. Um, okay, so we talked runway and then so yeah, you and Nick moved here. I mean, just like moving. So along. Going <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Oh, by the way, is my fabulous makeup artist husband. Yes, who he we works actually with me a lot. we talked about you both last week. Mm. Um, we've talked about you a few times actually. Just All because... lies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you and Nick moved right before the pandemic. Right before the pandemic. And you've now opened up your own studio here in LA. So talk to us about that. Yeah, so and there's my phone. One second. Ooh, who's who's calling? calling me? The children of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Stephen King, Paging Brooklyn. We love it. <laughs> Llewellyn. Uh, dirty. Yeah, so oh, you yeah. and Nick <laughs> just husband. before the pandemic moved here and you opened a studio here in LA. Yeah, so we moved here just before the pandemic. I worked out of my apartment for a really long time as 
I'm sure every like freelance artist has at some stage. Mm-hmm. In the Bitch, game. I still work out of Johnny, my fucking apartment. Wait, we like, all- <laughs> Johnny and I both work out of our homes. That, I, you know, I love it though. I love it. Praise more like power. It. Oh, but you have to deal with people. I have to deal with people. I have to deal with people coming over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to deal with chemicals. Chem- I was just gonna say. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. And and people, you know. Sometimes hair color projects, especially for the things that I work on, can take like six to 12 hours. And it just became a lot at home. Wow. Um, How do you remain so focused? How do you? I I always say I moved out here to specifically work in music videos, to work with musicians. I love that. Um, Living in New York and working in fashion, it was amazing. Yeah. I had a small taste uh, working with a few musicians and got so inspired by... Uh being able to live outside of trend a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, musicians get to create the universe. I say this all the time. That Absolutely. They get to create the universe and then we get to play within it. And Absolutely. it's not so dictated by season or yeah. trend or, yeah. or you know, anything like that. So I was lucky enough to meet, I owe a lot to the artist Dorian Electra that um, I met them in New York, mm-hmm. um, mentioned that I was moving to LA and they mentioned, they said, you know, when you get out there, let me know. Mm-hmm. And um, I did and they immediately had me start coloring their hair and doing their hair for videos and things wow. and introduced me around and very quickly kind of, I always say like I outgrew the cottage mm-hmm. industry moment and um, opened a space in West Hollywood in the back of the iconic Circus of Books Sex shop. Oh, so yeah. you're Greg. Oh, you're the Circus of Books. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm Lennon at Circus of Books. I love it. That's I love me. it. I love makeup artists and hairstylists. I mean, you all have a very, um, there's like a, I used to be friends, with, really good friends with um, a hairstylist. His name was John. And he actually was the first one to give me a leg up in the business. He gave me this, in, he used to do Courtney Love's hair but like Hell back yeah. in the day. And um, he was the one responsible for Britney's um, extensions. Work, So Go down in infamy. But you remind me so much of him. Aww. Like just very sexual, very like free. Oh, I and, love that. Uh, I love so that. expressive. I love it. Yeah. And yeah, I I completely agree with you. I I think this marriage of um like working in this universe that creatives create you know for themselves and then yeah. like that's how you and I met. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's how you met with yeah. Brooke. Mm-hmm. Greg and I met oh. on set. Mm-hmm. Yep. For Dorian. And you were the stylist. So, yeah. So, we actually met, um, oh, God, when was that? Over a year ago, mm-hmm. okay. I think, through Rebecca, yeah. your client Rebecca Black. Um, and then, yeah, we've done a, countless jobs, mm-hmm. I think, with Rebecca together. Um, Greg and his husband are my two favorite people oh, to collaborate dream with. Teams. I know. We were always like, the dream team, the dream mm-hmm. team. Um, and yeah, and then actually, I think, Greg, you were the one that put me up and recommended me to Dorian. And then I started oh, wow. working with Dorian a little bit. And yeah. so yeah, we did um, one crazy music video. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that. Together. Um, we it did... had just been released when we started recording. Yeah, you're uh-huh. right. Yeah, the My Agenda video, um, which was two crazy, <laughs> crazy days on set. Oh, yeah. Um, how many looks do we have in that video, Greg? 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it. 429... 100 million. Yeah. What? Um, no. No, I think it was, wait. Wait, one, no, I want to know. Wait. Four. Wasn't it four? I mean, that isn't as sexy a number four as... Four or five? Oh, I don't remember. I was but. like, four times. <laughs> one, two. Yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, so that's how Greg and I met. And then, yeah, it's like truly anytime, <laughs> anytime one of those two clients hit me up... <laughs> I immediately text Greg and mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, are we doing this? Oh, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> well, again, that's also the fun thing about being mm-hmm. a freelance artist is that within this community, you kind of get so many opportunities to like build your own team and family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That if one person's on a job and you have the opportunity to recommend other people, it's really fun to know that, hey, we're going to be together for like 20 hours, but it's going to be like a really fun little party of mm-hmm. people. I mean, that's what I found living in California that people are really nice. And mm-hmm. like for the most part, people on set are really friendly mm-hmm. and want to have a good day. And when it's a good dynamic of people, you don't even realize that 
18 hours have gone by. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. you've had 200 granola bars. <laughs> I was and- <laughs> You haven't eaten all day. You're, you're running on Coca Cola and you know, cold brew. You know Brooke has a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Miss. That's me today, actually. Sponsored by Coca Cola. We we should get Coca Cola to sponsor Coke. this podcast. All right, just yeah. your Diet Coke, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is. Uh, just 10 times worse. Oh, I get it. No, I'm Coke Zero game. all the way. Yeah. <laughs> and we have the whole Coca Cola family. The whole here. family. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hell. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Well, something that I kind of wanted to ask too was like, so now that you opened the salon, when did the salon actually open? So I opened, I always I will say this I call it a studio. Yes. Because, oh, okay. because it is. It's hard to say if I'm open to the public, when open to the public. At the moment, people ask me this all the time. I get a lot of DMs from people that say, like, do you only do famous people? (laughs) Can real people come get their hair done? And my answer is always that, like, right now I'm such a small operation that I work off of referral. So Mm -hmm. it tends to be people that are within the industry, and that's how I'll get another person is Mm -hmm. one person will refer another person. So it's a studio for me to kind of work on my projects and the things that I feel like working on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's your creative hub. Yeah. And uh, I'm really lucky that I'm able to kind of develop that relationship with a lot of my artists too, that not only do I work with them on set, but I also take care of a lot of cut and color and we get to like plan out long-term visions of, Mm -hmm. you know, with Rebecca, especially we had, you know, a blue moment and a red period. And then mm-hmm. we're definitely planning on a sexy dark period that we are in right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's really, it's really, really fun. Dorian is another one that we have crazy plans and mm-hmm. they have incredible ideas. And who was the client that had the ponytail that was on too tight? I will say that I I am am famous for very, very tight. Snatched. Snatched ponytails. (laughs) I can lift an eyebrow four to five inches, you know, Um, and it hurts. And when Mm -hmm. you when you, you know, for performance things, when you have to then add hair on top of this snatched thing. Yeah. Um. I've never been told I was gentle. Um, I, I, for fear of death, cannot ever reveal a, a name of a oh. of, of anything. Oh, but okay. you know, yeah, you know, um, come to me if you want your eyebrows stapled to the back of your head. I mean, that's that's actually a facelift too. It, oh, selling him. There are oh, yeah. lots of people that were that do it on purpose. The ponytail face. That it. That facelift tape is very popular. And I love like watching you guys work with it because it it blows my mind. Anytime I'm like around and you guys are you and Nick are like doing the tape and then the snatch and then all the stuff, I'm just like it's it's incredible wow. to see. It I mean it's really I mean we have to attribute a lot of this to like theater and drag queens and uh-huh. you know call it out where it is that that we get all of this from. Yeah. You know, performers oh, sure. and and really being able to re-sculpt the face with, you know, tape. T- tape. And it's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Tape I learned, and string. I learned <laughs> literally tape and string. Um, I learned so much from makeup artists, too, about, you know, kind of the directions of where that's supposed to go. And, oh, yeah. Um, artists definitely know how their face should Yeah, what look. they should look like. Oh, yeah. totally. Totally. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um. So now, I mean, you've been taking clients in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's mostly by referral. Mm-hmm. You've got music videos. You've mm-hmm. got editorials you've been working on. Because you mentioned that you came out here to do specifically music videos. Mm-hmm. Are you finding that sort of changing a little bit with the other jobs that you've been taking here in L.A. or that you're offered in L.A.? Or, or are you kind of one of those people, I think, like Johnny and I, where you just kind of want to have, we always say, we just want to keep our paws in all the pots. Yeah, I mean, like pots. I definitely, it was a focus, not even just to work with music videos, but specifically to work with musicians. musicians. That, mm-hmm. that, that was something that I really wanted to do. I've recently started working with a group of comedians, um, John Early, Kate Berlant. Yes. They're incredible. I have um, an interview magazine um, shoot that 
think just came out online and is coming out in the March issue of Interview um, with John Early. And comedians are so fun. So that's what I said Mm -hmm. now. I was like, now I work with musicians and comedians. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it's really fun. When you told me, I can't remember when this was. It was definitely a few months ago. And you were like, oh, um, I just got a call and I'm going to work with John Early. And I literally, like my jaw fell to the floor. And I was like, wait, what? I love him. Yeah. Yeah, I Wet love Hot American him. Su- he's in everything, but like Wet Hot American Summer, Search Party, The After Party, mm-hmm. it's it's all mm-hmm. it's all crazy good. Yeah, he's amazing, mm-hmm. and exactly <laughs> the same in person as he is. I love in that. his character. Do you find that a lot with comedians? Yeah, 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 same. Yeah, hmm. they're exactly even like their mannerisms. I'm like, they're, I'm like, oh, you're mm-hmm. that character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 It's I mean, really cute. I haven't, I mean, knock on wood, I've been really lucky that um, we've met really fun, mm-hmm. like Benny Drama, I've been able to work with a bunch. He is just as delightful in real life as he is in his videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crawford Horton, <laughs> Broiled Crawfish, he is also oh, yeah. delightful. He's a good friend and client. Um, yeah, just fun people. Mm-hmm. Fun people. I definitely, I think that I started out with a real kind of queer focus that's opening up mm-hmm. a lot. But I love the kind of underground alt-queer community that I get to be a part of. I didn't know that there was such a strong community here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Where do you hang out, like, on the weekends? I mean, I don't, girl. I'm, like, 600 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hang out at my house. But my, my really? work, my work okay. and my art community uh-huh. is definitely one of, um, of really incredibly inspired I mean, so many of them so young and inspired. Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, Akbar's cute. I don't, you know, I don't drink alcohol. Oh, neither do I. What are you doing at Akbar, girl? Uh, I haven't (laughs) got out the music. Uh (laughs) What? Yeah, (laughs) the ambiance. No, I do miss it though. I miss going out because precisely that. I don't. Mm. I don't drink either. So it's you know, I can handle a cocktail party, but like. A club. You really need alcohol for that. Yeah, you do. How long have you been sober? Since November. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I had a really, really, really bad... Wait, me too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go, girl. November 14th. I don't think I'm far off from that. Okay. Um, Yeah, I had a really bad hangover. And that sounds ridiculous, but like... No. Listen to your body kind of Mm -hmm. hangover of... I feel like I've been poisoned. Mm -hmm. Um... And you I wasn't. probably were. No, no. I did it all to oh. myself. I poured all my own drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you can't get alcohol poisoning like that. Just, but, oh, I mean, it very yeah. well could. I mean, it was it was violent and painful, and I didn't enjoy it. And I said, I am old enough to say, I'm not ever doing that again. Yeah. And, like, actually mean it. Mm. And so far, so good. It's awesome. I definitely am, like, California sober, though. Yeah. <laughs> we love the ganjgan. Same. Yes. We, what does Laganja say? We are medicated. <laughs> we are medicated. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know how I got into that. In, I, into I, what? Oh, oh, because I asked you where oh, you yeah. hung oh, out yeah, during the weekends. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we were talking about, like, community, yeah, like, et cetera. Oh, I'm just like, or, well, you uh, said Akbar. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm I'm, I'm one of those rat. like crazy people that I work. Well, you work all, all of the time. The time it's like my fun thing to do. That like I've talked to therapists, my therapist about it a lot. Mm-hmm. That I really, really, really like. It's my hobby, mm-hmm. what I do for a living, and yeah. I'm so lucky that I've gotten to a place where I get to like pick and choose the things that I do and only do things that I feel like doing, and it's really, really, really fun. But when you are your own boss, oh yeah, you know. There's no one to call in sick to but you. Yeah. And I have to write myself up sometimes and it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> I have to dock my own pay. And Same. Yeah. It's hard. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, all three of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that I violate like a million labor law mm-hmm. codes OSHA. on myself. Oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm literally the most underpaid worker oh, on my yeah. entire team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are jobs, some jobs <laughs> where mm-hmm. I am definitely. But I feel it. No, you know, it's interesting because this, I t- just today precisely, I felt this immense feeling of gratitude when I woke up in the morning. You know, I'm like, oh, I get to do this for a living. Like, mm-hmm. I was editing um, like a Valentine's Day gift guide thing with my friend for W Magazine. And I'm like, like, wait, I mean, you, do you remember mm-hmm. Polyvore? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was basically doing that, and I'm like, oh my god, how retro. <laughs> 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 oh my god, polyvore. That's amazing. Good. Congrats. Yeah. That okay, you, well, that you've you. gotten to that point. You, Johnny, you and yeah. I have talked about this, and I, I kind of want to throw this question to Greg because mm-hmm. I think I know that you and I both have trouble. Um, but because you know we're on, our own bosses, because our jobs are also our hobbies and things that we really love. Um, what do you do to carve out time for yourself? And what do you choose to do in that time? Um, great question. <laughs> um, it's a really hard thing. It's so it's hard. A, it's a really it's hard so thing. It's so hard. I'm always on Johnny's case. I like literally yelled at him in the car last week <laughs> that he needed to go to the park. You were like, "Oh, I don't know. I might oh go to the park." Oh my god, I, I did go to the I park. But I also like need to go and like ship off all this stuff, and I have yeah. to like, mm-hmm. you know, do these posts. And I looked at him, and I we were like in the car, and I looked at him, and I said, "Go to the go to the fucking, fucking park." park. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Good. I did. I ate like three edibles, took my That's... dog, and then I thought someone had stolen him. <laughs> oh no. Okay, well maybe three was one too many. <laughs> Don't but tell I'm, me what to do. I'm glad I, I'm, I'm well kidding. I do I'm often. Kidding. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is why I need women in my life. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> no, to guide me. <laughs> yes. Women are superior. Um yeah. well, like, I'm glad that you went to the park. Yeah, to guide me because men are trash. And I, I don't, don't disagree. Uh, what? I don't disagree. There you with go. That. That's the I worst part about being gay. I am. I identify as a cis man. He him, and we're not the highest of the evolutionary <laughs> species. I don't know. I can't yeah. even think of the words. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, we did not evolve. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Uh-uh. I mean, yeah, I look Greg, at what my, do you do? Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, <laughs> the fuck I mean, are we doing? not far off that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think because I can always. I can always turn something into work Ooh, that like if I'm out no. with my husband running errands or doing cute things, I can always like run by the beauty supply store <laughs> or like find like driving around in the middle of nowhere, like the random tiny little beauty supply stores that are going to have these like incredible hair accessories in the uh, back that it's it's always digging and always thinking and always doing something that I find that things like taking an edible, going to the park, ah. renting a cabin in the woods and doing yeah. mushrooms. and You have to like isolate. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Oh, nature, I have to be like in nature. Yeah. I'm a Leo, like super melodramatic. Like I can't do anything oh, like that. I'm going <laughs> to meditate. I'm just going like, to listen to a podcast. No. Well, also another thing, Johnny and I actually talked about this um, last week, I think maybe on pod or we definitely talked about off pod. Um, I know this. And now that you guys got a chance to work together, I think it was also mentioned. Um, we know that you're obsessed with fashion. Mm-hmm. You always have the cutest t-shirts. You always have Aww. really cute clothes. You have Thanks. a great shoe collection. Um, but you and I have talked about your habits of collking vintage designer. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely something that we wanted oh, to like, talk about. Oh, you guys do that? About. You guys are into that? You know. Vintage designer? Vintage that's like a thing? <laughs> that's yeah, like a like, thing? It's like a new thing. It's like very hot on the internet. I, you know. <laughs> I dabble. You dabble. You dabble. Yeah. I mean, I was like a little homo kid that understood the language immediately mm. and felt like that was my connection to this world that I wanted to be a part of so badly. And in reality that like, not to sound like I was like this little rich kid that like got all the things, but designer used to be way less expensive. <laughs> but yes, like, it did. Just bringing up the fact that specifically like my favorite designers as a young person, Prada, Gucci and Dior, mm-hmm. um, you know, lots of labels, lots of monogram. Yeah. It, it was expensive. But it was attainable mm-hmm. that shoes were four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. They weren't sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that, dude. That yeah. designer has gotten to a, a price point that they're keeping it exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. But I'm glad that I collect. I'm glad that I have a lot of pieces that. I bought when I could afford them. <laughs> I was gonna, because I was gonna ask the the shirt, the the, the sheer shirt you're wearing right now yeah. looks like the Gucci Tom Ford. Of course it is. You know I had to come correct hey. a little bit. 
I recognize the mesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Just really? Mm-hmm. Um, what? <laughs> We're like. Mm-hmm. So there's a few, a few <laughs> right. th- like this. I did not collect a vintage piece. This I think I bought in 2004. But that's three. okay. 2003? I mean, technically anything 20 years or older is vintage. It's vintage, so, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? It's 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same boots. The boots. These are a little I vintage gooch moments. hot. That, I bought them new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's fun. And you really do. You keep it forever. Yeah. I kind of came from a family of people who were obsessed with designer. When my grandmother died, she left me her like classic black quilted Chanel purse and oh yeah that's right you've carried that I've seen that one before wow you still have it oh hell yeah Yeah. wow I love purses too I love purses yeah lots yeah you mentioned the Dior Globetrotter Mm -hmm. right that you still have Mm -hmm. yeah I almost wore it today but then I was like I'm being obnoxious (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't have I don't have to wear all of my vintage design at the same time Um, you did walk in with a Telfar though we did clock your Telfie I do have an irrational addiction with Telfar that like I've kind of like put myself on pause really yeah a little bit I mean I just like again during lockdown that became like an addiction was securing the drops yep. of yeah, the I Telfars. Remember that. Um, so I remember wait, that. <laughs> interjecting here. Uh-huh. Um, are you gonna get the corned beef? <laughs> I really like the corned. Beef. <laughs> I love the corned beef. It's so good. <sighs> okay, so um, I hope all of you know, but if you don't know, um, Telfar just released a new colorway. Oh, the co- I saw you posting about yeah, it. It's like guys. the color of a human tongue. It's, it's so like, good. It's like a dusky pink, mm-hmm. like fleshy, and yeah, and the colorway's name is Corned Beef, mm-hmm. which is just beyond it's exactly legendary. That. It is exactly <laughs> that. So is that a, I know, so... Um, I really want it. I uh, really want it. Just I, for the name. Mm-hmm. I don't even... The color's fine. I think... For me, it seems maybe a little hard to style. Um, I don't think it's like an everyday kind of. You can wear it with bag. like your like your Kanye all dusty rose <laughs> yeah. millennial your pink easy, moment. Your yeah. easy like to Sunday suit. service. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go, mm-hmm. um, perfect. <laughs> so okay, what are we talking about? The I know there's the the corned beef. Is that a reference to um, something? I think that, it's just meat. I think it's me- the color of the meat. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. And it's and they're making bags out of this color now, or yeah, what is it? it's like it's the exact color of. Mm-hmm corned beef wow have you okay. ever had corned beef johnny no <gasps> yeah. you have to come over for saint patrick's dinner oh, yeah. oh okay cover you in irish yeah i've been to ireland <laughs> well then you've probably had corn or if you you've didn't been to, like, I've, I've had haggis deli. you didn't have any boiled cow come on <laughs> i had haggis in in scotland before yeah. oh delicious you know um but never corned beef i don't know it, well, it comes in a can s- it it can yes it can, it's right? not very mm-hmm. it's not good can <laughs> I've seen but. that <laughs> but, <laughs> it's actually it's similar to like spam I guess okay interesting like the color I think right yeah it's, the color yeah yeah if you're in New York corned beef sandwiches from Zabar's oh the best oh the best I miss it. that's the thing I miss the most about New York is food is the food yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Zabar's Chinese food what's it th- Indian what, food what's the mm. thing you appreciate the most about living in LA though nice people and uh. um Latin food oh mm-hmm. okay um, I'm from Florida originally where uh. like Latin culture was such a huge part of my life yeah that go I mean and not to say that New York does not have Latin culture it doesn't have <laughs> the specific type of Latin culture that I grew up around with like a lot of Caribbean and island culture lots of spice and music and color mm-hmm. and LA seems to have all of that it makes me feel very much at home yeah um and sushi oh okay yeah the sushi in LA is pretty great yeah I eat it I think I eat sushi every day I don't think I'm supposed to <laughs> I know there's like a mercury like am I gonna turn into like who cares an x-man no, and turn cares? into mercury honestly that'd be pretty tight I know. can I design your costume yes yes Yes. And you said that the people in LA are nicer? I think so. I okay. think that 
Places that have good weather breed uh-huh. smiley, happy people. Yes. Yeah. You know, I lived in Seattle for a while too, and Seattle's amazing, but places that are dark and cold for a lot of the year, mm-hmm. people get cranky. Yeah. They have every right to. Yeah. There's nothing to be upset That's what about here. Like, they drink a lot up there, huh? Yeah, you know. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. You stay inside, you're not always in a great mood. People <laughs> smile at you, and you're like, why are you smiling at me? What were you doing in Seattle? <laughs> Meeting my husband and working for the flagship Nordstrom. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Store actually, one. something that I did want to touch point on uh-huh. because of Seattle, and okay. it's like, if you know, you know, which Greg and I have talked about this before, um, is the like infamous Nordstrom rack. Oh my God, the basement at the Nordstrom rack the, in downtown. Yes. Why? <laughs> it's literally like Pee Wee Herman. It's like the basement in the Alamo. It's mm. like the, ba- <laughs> the, ba- the basement at the Nordstrom rack <laughs> in downtown Seattle is Legendary. paradise. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's paradise. Me. Is it still there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, they have like real collector's items. Yeah. Like, Excuse me. Real, yeah. Like Lanvin, YSL. What is devastating that they do is they take a big fat red oh, paint no. pen mm-hmm. and they put a big On slash the label. through the label. Through the label. So you can't return it to the full line store. Mm-hmm. But I've there've been there's been McQueen dresses and I got the last time I was there, which is so, so like, you know, I did that shoot in Seattle yeah, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I was like so fucking excited mm-hmm. to go back to the fucking basement at Nordstrom Rack. And then mm-hmm. we were staying sort of, we weren't downtown. We were sort of, sort of staying like out, you know, not in the boonies, but wow. like, you know, in the subs. Uh-huh. And I didn't make it over there. And I was so upset because the last time I was there, which was... I want to say maybe five or six years ago, I got Runway Dries Van Noten mm-hmm. platforms. Very that. They are one of the most beautiful things that I own. And I think I got them for like a hundred dollars. Damn. No, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a, it's a weird little, it's a weird yeah. little secret hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Also the outlet mall in Orlando, Florida, the premier outlet. Premier outlet mall? Mm-hmm. It's, All right. It's really good. It's really, really good. <laughs> we should have we I'm should a have a segment bitch, where you know? we like go and uh, visit like dying malls in America. Honestly, uh. I would be so fucking down for that because Me too. I mean, we love a food court. We love a food court. <laughs> Us borrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Orange Julius. Damn. Absolutely. Oh Hot my topic. god. <laughs> I'm an adult man, and I still go to Hot Topic 100% um, of every time I go into a mall, I have to go into a Hot Topic. Great. It just smells like goth. You and I have done so many fucking jobs together. You know 99% oh, of the jobs so we've good. done together, I go to Hot Topic for. <laughs> Wait, do you think that goth is coming back? Yes. I mean, goth has never gone away. I'm True. a kid from Florida from the 90s. Uh-huh. I saw Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids together in a, a year. <laughs> That I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> but <laughs> when you were seven, yeah, yeah, when I was, yeah, when yeah. you were seven years mm-hmm. old after you graduated beauty school, I was conceived five. there. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but to me, like good old fashioned, good old fashioned goth culture is has no right to go anywhere. Yeah. You're Who right. do you think is exemplifying good old fashioned goth culture now? Oh, great question. Tell us, Greg. You know, I think it has its moments in. I think it definitely went. Very, very, very mainstream. And I think it has its moments in so many different things from black nail polish to short bangs to mm-hmm. spikes. Um, you know, a lot of what we've done with Charlie XCX lately has been yeah. very dark and spooky. And Wait, you're gothy. doing her hair? Um, I have done, I have worked with Charlie. Charlie has an amazingly diverse group of wow. artists that she works with. Um, I am just one of a few that has been lucky enough to work with the goddess mother. Dope. But <laughs> I did just her. work on her uh, Beg For You video. Yes. Oh, my um, God. That's right. I got to work with Rena on that one. I mean, wait, also, Johnny, have you heard that song yet? I have not. <gasps> I have been playing it's... Kim Petras on loop. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm slut pop. Yeah, slut pop. This is slut pop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Beg For You. I love it. And Rena, uh, so re- it's a 
duet joint mm-hmm. oh, venture she's, she's collab. Rena Sawayama. Rena, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who she I'm obsessed with. Is she's a so goddess. hot. She's a goddess. She's yeah. from the UK. Japanese goddess from Jesus herself. Damn, dude, that's hot. <laughs> uh, so you did the hair for the video? I did. I worked with Rena for the video. Yeah. Um, Charlie's other hairdresser, Sammy Knight, did mm-hmm. her hair for that. Did Charlie and Lily Keys did Charlie's makeup and my husband, Nick, did Rena's makeup with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, amazing, amazing spooky goth moments. Really? Speaking oh, is that what you goth, recreated? Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, you, I think maybe were on set or something and we were texting and you, where did you guys shoot the video? We have to talk about this. Oh yeah. We shot uh, in the desert in Lancaster okay. um, underneath the power lines where they shot like that last scene of seven with Brad Pitt. Love it. What's in the, like, the box? What's in, in the, the box? box? <laughs> and again, that like. There were a lot of young people on set who yeah. had not seen the movie Seven, and I did have to go to everyone on set and say it just one time. <laughs> and the cool kids understood what I was talking about, but like literally on Gigster, that like where they like booked the site yeah. or whatever from. Yeah. I think the site is called <laughs> What's in the Box Under uh, Power Lines <laughs> from, seven from Seven Movie. Box. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, because you'd posted like whatever the location, mm-hmm. and I I recognized it mm-hmm. immediately, and I sent you. That message, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. It was very, 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 very cold. Oh, my God. Okay, I want to know something, too. On the topic of um, goth, dark goth, mm-hmm. coming back, because mm-hmm. I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by this. I just love, I don't know. What do you think about the goth that Machine Gun Kelly and oh. uh, Megan Fox are doing right now? You know... <laughs> You know, is this appropriation of goth culture? No, a goth <laughs> is for everyone. Goth, goth, goth takes it. So? I do. I, you know, I, I will say this. I love all of the brands yeah. that Machine Gun Kelly is repping right now. Mm. I don't know who he is, really. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know he's repping Dolce & Gabbana. Is too, he? Too much, yeah. Oh, no. I was thinking about like Austin James Smith. Yes. But yes, like he's doing wearing a lot of this Austin James Smith mm-hmm. jewelry. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Um, you know, I love like an all black moment. I Dolce Gabbana is so lame. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. He walked he performed and walked in their latest runway show. Well, he also had a wardrobe near wardrobe malfunction, right? He couldn't oh, take the yeah. jacket off. He couldn't take the jacket off. He was like walking and like. But of uh, no fault of his own. No, and mm-hmm. I will say this that I am not one to be like, Ugh, I'm never gonna look at him again. He works with Dolce Gabbana. <laughs> but I'm allowed to say Dolce Gabbana is dumb. <laughs> oh yeah. Dumb. We say it often on on the pod. I um, love them so much. I love their clothing from like the nineties. Dolce too. is so I, fucking good. Me too. Too. It's just lame. It's lame. It's lame. Why do you have dumb opinions? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I have very good friends who I have argued that like, oh, they're just Italian. It's just, you know, like Italian Catholic culture. And it's like, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So uh, Machine Gun Kelly, oh, Megan yeah. Fox. So you're you're OK with that? Like you're you condone that type of goth? Is that goth? <laughs> Travis, Travis Barker. Uh-huh. Uh, also, what's he's with oh, Courtney Kardashian. I mean, Courtney. It took me. I had to run through every me. single Kardashian before I got to <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, that I one makes don't. me smile. Courtney going from being like <laughs> chic Parisian minimalist to like, <laughs> I have a rock star boyfriend, so yeah. I have to wear like ripped up t-shirts and yeah. leather shorts. I I'm very here for it. Back to Benny Drama, <laughs> who you both have worked with. Yeah. When he. <laughs> The Halloween special thing that you oh. did where they go to Spirit Halloween. I <laughs> yes. peed my pants. Yeah. I was laughing yeah. so hard. It, that is one of the most special things yeah. to ever have existed on the internet, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> did you see Benny showed up dressed as Courtney for the Spotify, like this like Spotify launch event over Halloween? Yes. yes. Bro, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, like, yeah, that. That is really fucking funny. I should watch that video again. It's incredible. I love Benny um, doing his impressions of Courtney and Grimes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the Grimes one. I don't think he's done Grimes in a while. So fucking hilarious. I mean, all of them. They're all, all of them are so, so good. spot on. And again, you were on set. You've been on set with Benny before. <laughs> yes. 
Um, <laughs> that it's the same. That I have so much fun. Like I am peeing in my pants laughing because he gets one little joke under his nose and runs with the bit and yeah. has everyone really really peeing yeah oh my god oh my god so funny <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i love it so yeah i love working with comedians they make me laugh yeah that's like true i think i'm trying to think if i've ever worked with a comedian before but those are i think some of the most i always find like when i am laughing so much on set when you're having that kind of fun, you're right. Like the time you touched on this a little earlier, it's like the day, those 18 hour plus days mm-hmm. that we so often have just like fly by. Well, which and is like so nice. Delirium sets in at some oh, point. Oh God. Yeah. I can only imagine being talent that like to be like snatched and cinched and uh-huh. pulled and spiked and yeah, you know, somebody else's hair sewn onto the top of your head and all yep. these things. That five people touching you at yeah, every with like single, everyone oogling uh, yeah. all the time. That mm-hmm. you have to keep it light throughout the day. Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. It's just clothes. It's just makeup. It's just hair. I always like say mm-hmm. that. It's like mm-hmm. not like brain surgery. Oh, that yeah, but <laughs> but well, and we have no excuse to not have a fun a fun day. Yeah. Because what we do is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. We play dress up. Johnny uh-huh. and I talk about this all day. Mm-hmm. We just play dress up. Yeah, that's exactly what I did this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what do I want to look like today? I'm like, kid in the winter wearing his dad's clothing. Work. You know? Yeah. Work. Let's do it. Yeah, Brooke and I dressed up as fuckboys accidentally last podcast yeah, session. I think I told you this over text, <laughs> but yeah, we both showed up wearing like sweats. You looked a little more put together than me. I <laughs> well, was I knew in, we like, were going to record, so I was like, let me put it in effort. I didn't know. <laughs> sometimes we record video, guys. Sometimes we don't. Um, <laughs> I know. I had to come. Today, I, to I come actually, prepared. like, Greg texted me, and he was like, hey, do I need, are we doing video? Mm-hmm. Do I need to come, like, serving? Like, what's the tea? And I was Greg, like, you should oh, have texted just, the like, hotline. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know we have a hotline, right, Greg? <laughs> I know we're, like, plugging the hotline. Like, every... No, we're not. I was just a casual, like. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to put on eye cream today or not? Yeah. Let's be real. Um, but today we actually like look kind of put together and we don't have the fucking video up. <laughs> Terrible. Which isn't that how it always works. Terrible. Damn Murphy, it. Murphy and her laws. Yeah, you Ms. know. Ms. Murphy Brown. A fucking cat. Um, who do you actually think is worth the price increase now? Um, and uh, what price increase do you think is just outlandish? I mean, I definitely think that there are a lot of brands that you look at a price of something and you know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. no one's buying this. For but example. Like, mm-hmm. No one's buying this. You know, a full price Balenciaga croc. But like, <laughs> come on. Which croc? Sorry. The crocs? Yeah. The, oh, the, oh, the sandals. The, like, oh. Well, like they, they did like the platform crocs. The platform and now, ones. And now they've and the done, boot. yeah, now they've done like the croc that has like the steel toe on it. I mean, not going to lie, like I fucking want it <laughs> so bad. Wait, how much are they? Like, oh my God. They're $1,400. Okay. They're so expensive. For like rubber, right? For rubber shoes yeah. that like. That you can go to the fucking Glendale Gallery right now and get a pair for $40. Um, like, yeah, but they're not Balenciaga. They're not, I know. If I Balenciaga know, sent them to me, I would wear them all day, every day. Okay. Yeah. If a friend of mine purchased them full price, I'm going to like roll my eyes at them and go, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, girl. Let um, me borrow that. <laughs> a, good, a good purse that like, mm-hmm. they are what they are. That like, yeah, Birkins yeah. have gone up a lot. That Do I roll my eyes at the price of a Birkin? No. Oh really? No, no, not at all. Do you have one? No, I want one. Oh. So like that, that's like the ultimate. <laughs> really? That like is a the big, ultimate. a big red Birkin. I yeah. s- a big red one. Mm-hmm. How big? As, you Johnny's know. like already like hunting. <laughs> no, no, not bitch. With the amount of work that I have, you think I have time to hunt for a red big giant Birkin? No, for, I just um, know that no, you were kidding. going through your Rolodex just now. I looked over and your eyes were twinkling because you were like, do I know because, anyone with a big red Birkin? Because last <laughs> night I found a really cute Kelly bag. Oh, I love that. Like, But I want mine like beaten up, you know? Like the well, Wilson Kelly. So get the Kelly. Okay. Give it to me for like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. I will beat it up. Chelsea Same. Was, Chelsea was telling me that people drive over they their drive Kellys. Over them. Yeah. Yeah. People drive over their, their Kelly bags to weather them out, right? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that? 
I mean, to each their own. I <laughs> I treat a bag as made to be used. I treat yes. all of my bags as they were made to be used. And then when they get home, they go back in their dust bag and they go back into the shelf in the closet because <laughs> you got to take care of them. Mm-hmm. But I also love a beat up bag. Like I, when my mom passed away, I inherited, she was also a purse girl. I inherited mm. a bunch of her like old eighties Louis bags, like old eighties Gucci bags that are, you know, the leather is totally broken and scrapped on it. And I know you can repair and replace all of these things. And I probably should at some stage, but mm. They're so fun beat up. Like I have mm-hmm. an old old Louis duffel bag that Ooh. I think is like from probably like 1982 Love. and has seen the whole world. So like why yeah. would you? Why would you want to take that away from it? Why would you want to take that away mm-hmm. from it? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, what is your prized possession? Like your prized oh, yeah. bag? Yeah. Like over my dead body. Because you do have such a bomb collection. Yeah, I mean the prized bag, when my when my grandmother passed away and she gave me a, a classic black quilted Chanel oh, bag. Oh, that one. That I have a... I come from a huge family. My dad has seven sisters. I have two sisters. Lots of incredible women in my family. Mm-hmm. And it was always a joke when I was a kid that uh, I loved the purses. <laughs> and I would ask my grandmother, when you die, oh. can I can I have that purse? That's so cute. And she, it, it was in the will. I don't think anyone was super happy about the fact <laughs> that <laughs> oh because that the grandson got the <laughs> Chanel bag. But, I um, fucking love that. Isn't but yeah, that incredible? You know, I also weird side note. I also have every woman in my family's wedding gown in my house. <laughs> That's wait, creepy. Wait, wait. I have my mother's, my grandmother's, my sister's wedding gowns. <laughs> They don't care. <laughs> they don't like care. Norman Bates. They don't know, but they, they don't care about them. Right. They're like, Ugh, I don't know, like sell it, resell it. And I'm like, no, these are your wedding gowns. Like oh my God. people are going to want these. Yeah. So like, I'm like a weird nostalgia hoarder when it comes to that stuff too. Oh my God. Um, That's endearing. I had you know. no idea that you had We'll have an archive gowns. one day. Yeah. Oh, you, you already do. Between you and Nick, like- mm-hmm. I know. We're two homos. They Wait, let, so do you guys like get married? Do you guys wear each other's clothing? Um, yeah. I will say that that's the only benefit to marriage. Mm-hmm. The only benefit that I see. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Of I don't know. I can't speak. I'm not married. So. Uh, well, neither am I. But I mean, the honey- honeymoons and weddings are really fun. Yeah. A Leo throwing a wedding. Like, come on. Oh my god. Come on. Oh my so, god. So absurd. But um, no, I love. I love the history of fashion and I love what it represents for a certain time and mm-hmm. I want to hoard all of it. Yeah, yeah. same. You know. It's not sustainable. I mean, in terms of like space-wise and whatnot, space I'm like, wise, I can't. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. running out of room in my corset shelf. Oh, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can make some room. <laughs> I can make some room. And one last thing, because I wanted to ask you, do you believe in the superstition that if you put your bag on the floor, you'll lose money? Um, oh. Generally, I do. Don't look at my purse sitting on the floor. <laughs> um, I do. you? Because anytime I'm in the studio, you're always like, don't put your purse on the I floor. Do. Yeah, you I do. You are actually. I, well, I mean, I see the purse on I the know. floor. I know. Well, I just got whooshed into a studio. <laughs> um, and there's no money in that purse. Um, <laughs> because it's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do believe in that one, and I do also believe that if you give mm. someone a purse as a gift, yeah, it's bad luck to give someone an empty purse. Okay, so you yes. always put like a dollar or a quarter or something in the purse. Don't ever give anyone an empty purse. You have mentioned that one to me. I'd never heard that one before. Mm-hmm. I've heard that one. You've heard that. I have mm-hmm. never heard that before. Weird little Southern superstition. Um. So that. that said, if mm-hmm. anyone wants to send. Greg, Johnny, and I, the corned beef Telfars, um, please don't send them empty. Please yeah. oh. make sure that there is a dime or... <laughs> Just, a, you know, even the color. Maybe, you know what, like $7,000 in each one of them could yeah. be great. And can mine be a Birkin? <laughs> yeah. No, we all get corned beef Telfars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that money could get me out of a few jams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that quarter and your corned beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Um, well, this was fun. This oh is fun. God. Yeah. Thanks, Greg, for coming Will you come by. Back, Greg? Yeah. Yeah. Can I be like the Michelle Visage co host on the <laughs> RuPaul VH1 show? Greg's um, going to be our like I don't think you have the, the tits like, for it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. She, she just had hers removed. Oh my god. Everyone must watch X Plant. It's crazy. Oh. Wait, what is that? Her <gasps> documentary about her getting her breast implants taken out. Crazy, crazy good. I didn't. <gasps> okay, I didn't. 
didn't expect to be I've so heard moved it. by I've it. heard about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, well, yeah, you can be our, mas- our you can be Michelle the, the visage. visage. Yeah, sure. Flat chested and all. Oh my god. Welcome. Well, Thank we, you for having me. We love you. I you I love you know you. I'm obsessed with you. Um, <laughs> and I'm just so tickled that you came on to spend some time with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having Thank you. me. What a lovely day. We should go um, get tacos after this. Mm. Oh my god, that would be divine. Um, <laughs> no corned well, beef. Greg, tell us, uh, tell the kids oh, yeah. listening where they can find you online. Um, so follow me on Instagram, uh, Greg, G-R-E-G-G, Lennon, L-E-N-N-O-N-J-R. You can follow my studio at Lennon uh, Circus of Books. So Lennon A-T Circus of Books. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for joining us at The Fitting Room. And until then, bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us at the Fitting Room Podcast this week. You can find me on socials at Stylist Brooke. You can find Johnny at Pachuga underscore Vintage. You can find us at Fitting Room Pod. And now you guys can call or text Johnny and I at 724-CHAT-TFR. That's 724-242-8837.